This is a podcast about betting on sports, which is something you can do to try and make money. One important thing to know is that this podcast is not going to be the reason you get rich from sports betting. To repeat, we are not going to get you rich. There are sleazeballs abound all over the internet who will be happy to take your money to chase that lie. Here, at best, we might make you a little bit less awful of a better if you're lucky. Bet at your own risk. Don't bet more than you can afford to lose. Godspeed. Welcome to the Jay and Silent Rob show. It's not a bit. Coming at you live February the 4th, 2021. We got how many days? Three days till Superb Owl, Mr. Swa. Yes, yes. It's two days after Groundhog's Day, three days before uh, Roger Goodell's uh, fetish, also known as the Super Swa Bowl. Um, We're excited. We have one last game. Uh, the, the market is incredibly efficient. We're going to put money at throwing darts at trying to beat it. We're having fun. Um, we were talking before the show. I, I got, uh, got your thank you note from your, your wedding, uh, video since we weren't able to be there. I thought it was a joke, but, but actually you did get married. I, I don't know how you tricked, um, your wife into doing that, but, mm-hmm. uh, but I actually do mean congratulations now. I didn't, I, I didn't actually think that happened. Mm, um, so yeah. yeah, Jedi mind control. Um, yes. Thank you for the, you know, the faith. Um, and actually for the listeners, Jay actually did send in a very funny video, made fun of me. Uh, my whole family saw it. My dad laughed really hard. So, uh, good times. Uh, really? Wow. I made fun of you. I, I don't think that happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Can't recall. Let the listener fucking <laughs> decide on that one. <laughs> um, but the fact that I made your dad laugh, probably the highlight of my, my 30 years on this damn planet. Um, shout out to, to, uh, Papa Rob, uh, if you will. But, uh, but yeah, we're going to talk about the Super Bowl. Uh, I not going to spend too much time on it. It's an incredibly efficient market. The spread is three, um, priced a little bit heavier for the chiefs. Some places minus one fifteen. some places one twenty. Um, it, it's an incredibly efficient market. Uh, the total is 56 right now. It's kind of open at 57. You know, we've talked about it all year. The NFL is incredibly efficient. Uh, of course the game's not going to land on 56 points, but the median outcome is 56. Uh, you know, you might see a 60 percentile game. It goes over. You see a 40 percentile game, you know, you only run it once. Uh, but the, you know, the reason we, we give that disclaimer out at the beginning of the show is, uh, sports betting is incredibly difficult to beat. The NFL is the most difficult, uh, difficult of North American sports. Um, uh, just trying to be totally transparent about it. Uh, now we are going to mostly talk about props for the game uh, and bets that I have already made and I'm looking to make, but there's no locks. There's no guarantees. Just put a little bit of entertainment money, have some fun on it. Um, I know some people are doing like DraftKings and FanDuel's to, to build a lineup, to try to win a million dollars. I think that's a great way to do it. Put, put 20 bucks to try to win a million, uh, you know, a 0.00001% chance to win a million, um, but, but have some fun with it. Uh, any tips for you uh, you want to give out? Um, will you even be watching the Super Bowl, Rob? I am going to watch the Super Bowl, but it's mostly because I'm going skiing Friday and Saturday, so I'm going to be tired of shit on my ass. And as I did let the listeners know, I do have YouTube TV now. So, Daddy, subscribe, <laughs> dude. I'm in. Um, so, yes, I'll watch the fucking Super Bowl. You did disclose to us you have YouTube TV. That's amazing. Yes. Um, all right. Well, um, Game is taking place in Tampa Bay the first time uh, a team is hosting the Super Bowl. And what a, what a great host. 43-year-old Tom Brady, 
uh, hosting Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes' Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, this is pretty much a, a Roger Goodell wet dream here. You have two extremely remarkable uh, international icons in uh, Tom Brady and beautiful Andy Reid. But in all, <laughs> in all seriousness, Patrick Mahomes. I love Andy Reid. I really do. Um, like I said, the spread, it, it, it's where it should be. Uh, gun to my head. If I had to bet the number now, I'm going to take the chiefs. We kind of talked about it all year long. They are clearly the best team. I think if you look at the Buccaneers, they are kind of at their highest price point, whereas the chiefs are, um, at, at probably their higher end, but not at their higher percentile relative to the Buccaneers. Um, I think the Buccaneers have definitely been better the last second half of the season and whatnot, uh, but they've also won some kind of fluky games. The Saints game, they got four turnovers in that game. Um, the Packers game was extremely fluky. Uh, they beat the Washington football team, which you shouldn't get any prize for in the first round of the playoffs. Uh, so I think you are kind of getting the Buccaneers at their highest point here. That being said, three points, very uh important in the game of professional football. I did bet the chiefs at minus two and a half minus one thirty. uh, right as that game was ending. I knew we weren't going to see anything close to two and a half, even though I had to pay a little extra for it just because the three is so very important. I think the biggest angle of the game is, um, if you are interested in the Buccaneers, I think there's two ways of betting it. First, wait until you see a three and a half somewhere just because the number three is so important in football. And I do think you will see a three and a half somewhere. Uh, the problem is I know a lot of us are just casual betters. They're not complete degenerates like myself, unfortunately. Um, apparently they have like family and friends and hobbies. Gross. I don't Yeah. I read an article about it. It, sound, it sounds pretty devastating. Um, but if you are one of those people, you probably only have one, maybe two outs. If you, what we call it, which is sports be- uh, books to bet at. Uh, this is really the game. I mean, you want to always have as many outs as possible, but this is really the game where it makes the biggest difference because so much money is bet on the Super Bowl that it's the one time that sports books actually have a, a fucking set of balls and they take bets and move the, the number based on bets. Normally what happens is there's one or two big sports books in the world. One online, which is uh, bookmaker.eu. It's also known as Chris. The other one is actually online, but it's not available for United States players, Pinnacle. And they just copy that line. Um, you know, if somebody comes in, some Joe Schmo comes into the, a Vegas sports book and bets $100,000 on, on Team A, um, they don't move the line because that doesn't change anything. They move the line if Bookmaker or Pinnacle moves the line. That's how your average NFL game and really most games in the uh, sports book, uh, no matter the sport, they just they just copy the best in the world. But because so much action is taken in these uh, individual casinos, they're each going to have individual liabilities. So this is the one place where they actually will move somewhere uh, because they took a $3 million bet. So DraftKings famously it just took a $3 million bet from a guy um, who – took the Buccaneers plus three and a half. So they're going to be looking for chiefs money. So they're going to offer a better price on the chiefs. Um, Cause you're going to get more casual players with, you know, who are flush with cash who are going to just go somewhere, drop six, seven figures on a bet. So you definitely want to shop for that. Um, so that's the angle one. If you want to bet the Buccaneers, I say, get that three and a half, even if you have to pay minus minus one fifteen, that's fine. I wouldn't pay anything more than that, but that th- I would wait until kickoff. I think you'll find an even, or excuse me, a minus 110, uh, three and a half. 
the other way if you want to bet the Buccaneers, and that's betting through the most valuable player. And who do you think we would bet through the most valuable player if we want the Buccaneers to win here, Rob? Let's see how much you've learned uh, in your your days, your, your second year. You're almost finishing your second year of hosting a sports betting podcast. Who do you think we'd be betting on for the Buccaneers MVP? If we indirectly wanted to bet on the Buccaneers, who would we bet for the MVP? Indirectly want to bet on the Buccaneers, not directly. Well, well, you pretty much are directly, but instead of it's, you're as, as close to betting on the Buccaneers without actually having a ticket that okay. says Buccaneers win the game. Okay, this, this feels obvious, so I'm going to make a joke and I'm going to say Jameis Winston, <laughs> my boy. I got, I got Jay to laugh. Uh, so if the Buccaneers win the game, Tom Brady is, is likely the Super Bowl MVP. Extremely likely. Uh, how likely you ask? So this is where you ask. How how, how likely, dude? Um, very likely, because <laughs> that's a precise answer. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, let me count here. Did a lot of research, obviously. Looks like about eight of the last twelve um, MVPs have been quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. Now that's that's normal human being quarterbacks. Also. Uh, three of those times, or excuse me, four of those times, that's Tom Brady has been the MVP, which is <laughs> which is insane. But um, that's just normal humans, right? Other than the four times it was Tom Brady. But this is a, a award that's voted on by humans. This isn't like, oh, you know, you statistically, this was the most valuable player. So even if he's not deserving, which is actually what we saw last year with the Chiefs, the Chiefs running back, Damian Williams, should have been the MVP, but they gave it to Patrick Mahomes because it's a quarterback award. Um, so a, a way of betting on the Buccaneers where you get a better price, um, and this is where you shop around, right? You get the best MVP price, uh, and you're going to see that's more radical than the, the actual line on the game. The differences are more radical for the MVP market. So you, you might want to take um, the Buccaneers at – uh, or excuse me, the, the Tom Brady at MVP price, you're going to get better odds uh, because it's extremely, extremely unlikely that the Buccaneers win the game and Tom Brady doesn't get the MVP. Um, some ways in which that happens, is, and, and it's for a multitude of reasons. One is, like I said, it's a sports writer's vote on it. And so there's the human effect. And there's no bigger narrative than Tom Brady. The second thing is, um, he spreads the ball around a lot. He, he's got Antonio Brown. He's got Gronkowski. He's got Mike Evans. He's got you know all these all these guys who. Sp- it's not like he has one super target. Whereas with the Chiefs, kind of have Tyreek Hill and you have Travis Kelsey, who are just these alphas. Even I know it's kind of counterintuitive because they're both on the same team, but you know it's it's a lot more funneled who he throws the ball to, Patrick Mahomes. Whereas Tom Brady, it does not. And then thirdly. The Chiefs are going to score points. We've talked about this all year, right? So if you're telling me that the Buccaneers are going to win this in a defensive battle, that's a very low likelihood outcome of this game happening. The Chiefs are going to get theirs, right? That's that's pretty much a guarantee. So that means if the Bucs are going to win, they either need an extreme outlier defensive performance or way more likely they need to put up a bunch of points. How are they going to do that? Tom Brady. So I think if I were going to bet on the Buccaneers to win the game, that is how I would bet on the uh, on the Bucks. Bet Tom Brady for MVP. On the other side, you, you could technically do it with Patrick Mahomes, but I do think you could see a crazy game with Tyreek Hill or a crazy game with Travis Kelsey. Um, but I also think that's not the worst strategy in the world um, to take Patrick Mahomes at maybe plus 110, plus 130 if you look some places for MVP rather than laying 160 
uh, on the Chiefs to win the game. Thoughts on that before we move on to um, some prop thoughts. I like it. Little little narrower, right? There are ways in which you get it directionally right, but get fucked. But as you mentioned, they're uh, they feel unlikely for a set of reasons. Exactly. And it all comes down to price, right? It all comes down to probability and price. You're getting a better price. Um, it's not a sealed deal, but you're getting a better price. And ultimately, uh, the reward uh, outweighs the risk. So moving on to some proposition wagers. Um, I really only have a couple of, of individual props I really I do like. I haven't done a ton of research. I have been uh, pretty much consumed by NBA Top Shot. Um, but I do have some... Uh-huh. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's luckily not not really affected too many personal relationships yet, so it, it's not it, it's somewhat controllable right now. Um, but we'll save that for another episode. Uh, Mark Cuban did just come out in, in uh, supporting uh, NBA Top Shot, so go ahead, folks, if you want to take a look at that. Uh, but yeah, some props, some props I do like. I, I will tweet out any others that I don't mention on the show that I, I bet. Um, but some just blanket strategies. If you want to, first of all, betting unders is is almost always more value. Um, there's so many more ways it wins. First of all, if guy gets hurt, you know, football is a very dangerous sport. I don't know if you knew that, Rob, uh, but people get hurt playing it. And guess what? You bet the under on this guy catching eight passes and first quarter he goes out with an injury. Congratulations. You won your bet. Um, is that likely to happen? No, but it's clearly a non-zero percent chance. Uh, some of that is baked into the market, but not, not enough. Uh, the other part is, is humans. We are flawed creatures. We want, we'd rather, uh, bet on something we want to see happen, right? We want to see Patrick Mahomes throw for four touchdowns, right? No one sits down and says, Oh, I want to see Patrick Mahomes not throw four touchdowns, right? In terms of your average fan, of course, sickos like me who sees a, you know, half percent edge. Sure. We, we want to do that. But in terms of your average Joe, and you, that's the thing about the Super Bowl is it's the one game where the average Joe actually controls the market more than um, math whizzes from the Ivy Leagues. Um, so that also benefits your unders. Um, and it's just natural in terms of you're going to find that distribution of uh, the differences between sports books. So that's why it's so important if you possible to get as many sports books as possible, because you might see a, a 95 receiving yards for, you know, on one site, whereas you'll see 105. I think if you uh, just did blanket under, so you bet under on anything you can see and you get the best number at all, at all of it, it would take a game environment probably in the 70 to 75th percentile for you to not get it a, somewhat of a positive return on your investment. Um, and I'll be honest with you. It's something that I have done last year. I didn't do it with a ton of money. I'm not going to do it with too, too much money this year, just because I have so much tied up in topshot.com. Check it out if you haven't done it yet. Um, <laughs> but it, it is a strategy I'm going to look at. I mean, just basic things like Tyreek Hill and under uh, Travis Kelsey under, I mean, Tyreek Hill had 230 some yards last time these two teams played. I mean, everyone's going to want to bet the over. And, you know, doing these blanket unders, you know, you have to get over the loss aversion of it. Like you're going to lose some of it, uh, bets, but you're going to win more than you're going to lose on average. Of course, there's no guarantees. This game could be 50 to 50 and you're fucked. Um, but in terms of if they ran a simulation 10,000 times, you would, you would definitely uh, have an ROI there. Um, so just some, some blanket thoughts. Shop for the best line. You know, look four or five sports books if you can. 
Um, I mean, optimal strategy is drive to New, uh, Vegas or, or go to New Jersey or some of these states. The good part is, is in a couple of years, most states are going to have it. Um, God willing, this is the last uh, Super Bowl that I can't put legal money down in the great state of Maryland. I can't wait to do that. But Virginia, I can go drive to Virginia and do that. DC, I can go and do that. So um, for me, I have three juris- or two jurisdictions uh, you know, 15 minutes from me. That gives me a lot of different outs. Um, I'm not going to drive New Jersey, but I very easily could have do that. Pennsylvania and New Jersey have tons, tons of more outs. I know you West coasters with your big States out there, you don't really have that. Um, but just, just food for thought. That's strategy one. And strategy two is mostly bet unders and wait to bet unders. So unders are, go- are they're going to, you're going to get casual money as the week goes on. So right now you have like Travis Kelsey somewhere around 95, 96, that's probably going to creep up over 100, 102, 103. Um, so if you like an under, wait on it, especially if it's a popular player. If it's you know if it's news sensitive, time sensitive information, okay, yeah, go ahead and lock in an under. But if you want to bet an under, wait. If you want to bet an over, you should have already bet it. If not, bet it pretty much as soon as possible. Um, yeah, anything about those strategies before we get into a, just a few that I, I like? Uh, I would I would equate the under with. Short selling, which many of you probably know is in the news last week as a bunch of <laughs> uh, people from Reddit decided that they fucking hate short sellers. Short sellers are people who bet that the value of something is going to decrease. It's way less exciting. Um, it is for freaks like Jay who think they have a half a percent edge. Uh, so most people don't do it, but uh, that's what that reminded me of. Taking unders is like the fucking salty old man, tiny edge thing. It's like short selling. Yes, absolutely. Um, also, you know, go ahead and pick up your your GameStop uh, stock while you're at it, guys. Um, if you if if you guys haven't like, um, you know, researched that, it, that is just interesting. I, I don't pretend to know anything really about it. Um, I, you know, I, I always like to dabble my toes in things. I, I didn't dabble my toes in anything. Uh, but just the story itself is pretty astonishing. Really, just the power of the internet is is, is incredible. Um, but anyways. Uh, yeah. So some, some bets I like one I do really, really like is Rob Gronkowski receptions under not yards unders, but receptions under, uh, they pretty much use Gronkowski as a sixth offensive lineman. He's a great blocker. Um, so you have the, the misnomer out there that people think he's a, he's a pass catching tight end. Does he catch a pass every once in a while? Absolutely. And in, and what they do is they actually uh, scheme a screen or a certain play for him, and he usually goes for 14, 20 some odd yards, but they only usually save it for one a game, and they run fakes off of it. So essentially it's a, it's they run a handoff, they run a handoff, they run a handoff, and then they'll do a play action where instead of him blocking, he rolls out and they'll do a short screen to him or, or some variation of that. Um, so that's why we want to look at reception under rather than total yards uh, under. But the perception is, is he's a he's a casual fans player, right? Everyone knows Rob Gronkowski, so that's going to naturally get inflated throughout the week. So wait to bet that one under. That's one I'm sure to have a lot of money on. Um, that's really the most the the one I feel strongest about. Uh, another one is the Chiefs uh, running backs under. There's three running backs they have: Darrell Williams. Uh, CEH, Clyde Edwards Hilaire, and Le'Veon Bell. Um, essentially, you're going to lose one of those bets. 
but you're most likely going to win two of the three. So this is kind of like getting over the loss aversion. You're not going to win all three, but that's okay. As long as you get the best price and you're not paying juice, you're getting good prices on everything. Winning two out of these three bets is going to uh, put you up big. Uh, a couple of reasons for this uh, is there's just kind of a lot of mystery behind it. Uh, you have Clyde Edwards Hilaire, who's the rookie from LSU. He's battling injuries. Um, he missed two weeks. I believe he came back for the championship game started and then didn't play the last two quarters. Uh, you have Darrell Williams, who is, is the safest. He has the highest floor of these three guys, but he's more, he's the less famous of the three guys. Um, so if I had to pick a guy who I actually think would do the best, it would be Darrell Williams. Uh, and then you have Le'Veon Bell who there's a chance Le'Veon Bell does not play. So make sure that if you bet the under that you maybe bet at a place that it's the under is live, even if he doesn't play. So do a little research on that. Not all sports books, some sports book rules may, they have to actually dress or be active to play. There's actually a chance he's not active. Um, so the, the feeling is, is for, uh, you know, it's a, it's a mystery between who, which one of those three is going to get the bulk of the carries. If you're shopping and getting the best price, even if all three play a little, then you do have a small chance you win all three. And the third thing is, is the Buccaneers have the best run defense in football, but they don't have a great pass defense. What do the Chiefs do really well? They pass the ball really well. They don't run incredibly well. It's important that you get the rushing yards under, not receiving yards. I could see some running back screens, things of that nature. Um, but those, those don't hurt you for our passing yards. So rushing yards under for Le'Veon Bell, um, Darrell Williams and Le'Veon, or excuse me, and Clyde Edwards Hilaire. You're go, you're most likely going to lose one of the three. You might lose two of the three and then you're, you're in the hole a little bit, but you're more likely not going to win two of those three. Those are the only uh, four props that I've bet so far. I've looked at, I'm going to do more research. I'm going to tweet things out. Um, anything else, uh, before we move on to some other things there, Rob, uh, thoughts on national anthem. I think it's a great song. Uh, we don't hear it enough. Uh, yeah, that's my two cents about it. Uh, I, I don't do any of that stuff. There are guys on Twitter, uh, Joey Kanish. He, he's, um, he's a great follow on Twitter. He is an absolute grinder that, that freaking does his actual research on that stuff. Um, at Joey Kanish 22. Uh, if you're not following him already and you're listening to this podcast, you are doing yourself a disservice, but yeah, he tracks that stuff. Um, but yeah. Don't you think it's a beautiful song, Rob, or no? Uh, it's okay. I mean, I've heard, <laughs> I don't know, heard better. That's true. That's true. Um, one final note about the Super Bowl. I, I do think live betting the Chiefs is, is a good strategy. Uh, I do think because one of the, the biggest advantage the Buccaneers have is that their defensive line and their offensive line are, are better than the Chiefs. So your biggest advantage on that is going to be the, the Buccaneers' defense against the weaker injury-rattled Chiefs offensive line. I think that's going to lead to at least a sack or two that, you know, makes the Chiefs punt the ball, something of that nature. You know, very potentially could be a, a turnover, right? A sack, a fumble, and then the Buccaneers get the ball. I do think that will happen in this game. So I do think there's a solid chance that we'll get the the Chiefs at plus money or at least pick them even. Um, I, I think that would be a great bet. Chiefs are a much better team. Uh, I heard something from a podcast I really respect say that, you know, player for player, the Bucs have a better roster than the Chiefs, and that might be true, but all players are not equal. 
the quarterback is so much more important. And yes, Tom Brady is good, um, but T- Patrick Mahomes is way better. Uh, Andy Reid off a bye, time to prepare, is 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 a much better coach than Bruce Arians, who's, who's a decent coach. He's a good coach. Um, but he and and Byron Leftwich, the offensive coordinator, uh, do not compare the, the the three of Tom Brady, Bruce Arians, and Brian Rethwich do not compare to the three of Patrick Mahomes, Andy Reid, and Eric Bieniemy, the offensive coordinator for the Chiefs. Um, so yeah, anything else about the fine Super Bowl there, Rob? Who do you want to win in your in your heart? And outside of all this ice cold betting crap, uh, I I I want I want the Chiefs. I I like Andy Reid a lot. Um, it, it, I like to root for greatness and, and they're great and they're not an annoying Boston team or a LA <laughs> fan base. Like Kansas city is some freaking grinders. I mean, this will probably be the last year we can say that, you know, you're going to get your, um, your TikTok, you know, youngins who are going to just be all about the chiefs. I'm sure they're probably already there. Um, but this is the last year where it's like, it's a good wholesome middle of the country city having fun. You know, they, they had a shit organization for a long, not even a shit organization. They just didn't win anything for a really long time. Um, they're, they're a little bit annoying eventually. Um, but, but Andy uh, Reed, yeah. yeah, Andy Reed is just the man. He, he's, he's an offensive genius and, and yeah, you know, Philadelphia, they, they fired him. Yeah. Well, bunch of idiots. Wow. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Um, last thing we're going to leave you with is this is our last football show. We're going to do two more shows, uh, for our second season. First of all, obviously, thank you for listening. Uh, and second of all, we would like your feedback next year. We're kind of trying to take this to the next level in terms of reaching a a bigger audience. Uh, we have some goals that I want you including yourself, Rob, to hold me to, but we're going to get this on YouTube, do a little stream action. Uh, I'm going to get a pay somebody to do a design, uh, work. Uh, but I, we're going to also gear it more towards fantasy. So the most feedback I've gotten throughout the year has been fantasy related. Um, and so we're going to, going to tweak it a little bit more towards fantasy. Uh, I'm still going to write the article every week for pickups, uh, for your fantasy team, but we're also going to do NFL props. I'm going to do a little bit more research on that, uh, for next year, just because that's more tangible, actionable information you can, uh, bet with, like I say, for the last two years, the NFL pregame is so hard to beat. Most of my winnings come from live betting or futures. I share my futures with you. Didn't have a great year with futures this year, um, but the the you know the information I'm giving you pregame with the bets is is not going to be long term EV um, just because there's so much that changes. But the props I can give you, um, you can't bet nearly as much as you can on sides and whatnot. Um, but you know, you'll have a little bit more bang for your buck and I'll feel about a little bit more transparent uh, or a little bit better about what I'm giving out um, just because the market is softer and it's softer because you can only get 200, $300 down. But I think if you're listening to this podcast, there's a very low chance that you're betting more than that. Um, so yeah, give us your feedback. Um, if you want me to get a, a different host other than Rob, I'm definitely cool with that. Just, just let me know. Um, but yeah, anything else you want to ask of our, our precious, uh, Listeners there, Rob. No, yeah. Everyone can let me know if we want a different <laughs> co-host other than Jay. Also, just let just come straight to me with that information. Wanna, yeah. I want to let that possibility exist as well. Thank, <laughs> thank you very much. So uh, I think in a couple of weeks, we'll do a, a, a brief college basketball uh, slash Rob episode. There's some things that Rob wanted me to, to read and look at that I told him I'd do in the offseason. Um, I was totally lying to him, but he called me out on it. So we'll do that. And then we'll do a March, we'll do a March madness one in about a month or so. 
um, once we obviously get the brackets and whatnot. Uh, but yeah, anything else, Rob? I mean, this is your last season on the, on the pod. So anything else you want to, you want to say to people? No, I, I'm going to enjoy retirement. I will be a happy retiree. Um, I'm, I'm not going out without a fight either. You'll hear from my lawyer. Uh, and yeah, see you in court. All right. Well, we'll see you guys in a couple of weeks and I'll see you in court, Rob. <laughs> Peace. <laughs>